With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. Ray, how you doing? Doc, I'm good, man. How you doing? You've been I'm great. You're working. You're working, working a lot, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I'm filming this show and it is some intense hours, man. We, we, we grind on it every day, but uh, you, you know, I'm no stranger to grinding. I love doing it. Um, What's the show? What's the show? So, so the show. I, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but I will say this: it's about um, we're, we're it's a it's a whole different realm for me. So, I'm, what I'm, we're doing is I, I hooked up with another expert from the UK, and we are making some observations of human behavior that I think people are really going to want to tune into. It's a it's it's going to be a show with anybody out there, families, especially parents with with smaller kids. I think are just going to really really like this show. Um, and the more I'm allowed to talk about it, the more I'm, I'll, I'll be excited to share because it is fascinating. And uh, the whole connection with a woman who's already the show she's done. The what we're doing is a show that's it's real successful in the UK and they're bringing it to uh, to the US. So I'll just say this: it's going to be on USA Network and it's going to be good. Oh wow, wow, wow! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta feel that one out. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I gotta hear about that. I gotta see. You that. Know, and and thinking of that, like we think of we think of um, this, this idea came to me the other day about momentum, and mm-hmm. I was thinking like there are so many times when when we talk about sports where people want momentum, and momentum isn't something that just you need in sports. Like you need it in life. Like people in every day need momentum, and there's no one greater on planet Earth than what you've done and shown for so long on how you've changed teams around where there there have got to be times Ray where you've had momentum coming not your way because you were in an opposing stadium or times when you were able to get the momentum so I just really want to dive into that topic today momentum so momentum so just think about it this way momentum it's all about really realizing that you're in that moment mm. Mm. So, so so just just understand this doc the moment that I realized I used to race my childhood friend named Kwame King every day, every day, Doc, I used to race him. Now, he was a track star, so he always would beat me, always would beat me. And I would always it almost beat him. Like I would get close like that. Darn it. And I would lose every day. And I lost for years. <laughs> was he older than you or younger than yes, you? Yes. Yes. He was. He was a senior. He was a senior. I was a sophomore. 
Okay. Right. So I'm so and but in in, in in my neighborhood, the biggest thing to do was to beat somebody wrestling or beat somebody running. Like those was the two things. Like those. That's how you got your name in my neighborhood. Like okay. man, that, that dude, they're fast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and and as I'm and as I'm trying to beat him, and I know I'm doing the impossible because I'm like I'm just gonna treat, keep trying. Doc, listen to me. After years, I never forget it. It was 1991, and me and him was outside, and I was a sophomore, and he was a senior. And I said, Kwame, I said, do me a favor. I said, let's race, but let's not race just pole to pole because pole to pole was like 40 yards. I said, let's go two poles. And two poles, Doc, is like 60 yards, 60, <laughs> 70 yards, right? And I'm sitting there, and I said, I got to beat him. And I'm telling you about momentum. It's about the moment. Listen to me. I made up my mind, Doc. I said, I got another 20. I, I said, after that 40, he going he gonna, he gonna to just stay. He going to die out. But I got another 20 that I know I'm built to push through this dog listen here we took off oh my gosh we took off we got to that 40 and he was about a foot in front of me when we got to 50 i was looking at his shoulder the next thing came to my mind was i said i got enough momentum right now to edge him out if i just give it everything i got doc let me tell you something i gave it everything i had I beat him by two yards. I ain't lost to him since. <laughs> and it was only because I found myself in the moment of understanding what momentum really is. Yeah. Momentum is momentum is you really just dialing in to, to, to capitalize definitely in sports on somebody else's weakness. Mm. Right? So oh oh my oh my gosh, Doc, listen, I'm telling you like. When you when you watch the study of men, right? We're we're creatures of habit. So in the fourth quarter, the thing that 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 troubles us all is fatigue. So when people fatigue, they turn into who they really are. So they make natural mistakes. So a lineman, he's he's lazier when he's in the fourth quarter. So if it's a run play, he ain't gonna get that. He ain't gonna get up as high. He, you see, it's it's little thing. Oh my gosh, Doc! Let me tell you something about momentum. Yeah, yeah. There's a statement you just said. Hold on, you just let's come back to this because yeah. this is a statement that I think was is the key to everything. So you're right behind his shoulder, and you're and you're and you're just approaching. I can just visualize this, and you said to yourself, "I got enough." Like you would say, "I got enough in me to do this." Like that that is the key. So many times key. people are giving up right in that we're in the moment. Somebody's giving up. I can't do it anymore. And I love that you just said like people turn into who they really are when they're tired because when you're tired. You have to rely on your essence. And for me, your essence is this this ultimate warrior, this ultimate champion. And what does what, what is yourself talk at that time? I got enough. And I think mm -hmm. that's huge because it's not saying, oh no, I can't do this, or oh no, I'm not good enough, or or I, I'll never come back. Like it's avoiding all those terms to say, I got enough. This, this, Ray, this is so consistent with the same gratitude you've talked about and we've talked about for a long time about being gr gr grateful for the present moment rather than worrying about what I don't have. Doc, listen to this. I used to use two words when I was playing and people used to talk about being tired. 
in the late in the fourth quarter. You know what those two words was? I used to always say to myself when I when I felt like I was gonna act like I was tired. What? Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Man, we, we trained for this. We built for this. This is why we here. Like, there ain't no, hey man, let me, dog, listen to me, man. I'm trying to share something with you that I was in the moment. When I was out there on the field, doc, it would have blew your mind how what my mind was thinking about. I was sitting there looking at people saying, they don't know, I know the entire play. I've studied the entire play. I got the crowd going crazy, and I am about to change this game through a hit that they don't know about to come. <laughs> that's pure. <laughs> that's pure. <laughs> doc, doc, I'm telling you, I used to be, in, when I was used to play in Pittsburgh a lot, doc, I used to sit there, I'd never forget we was playing Charlie Batch in Pittsburgh. And at the end of the drive, they had a fourth quarter drive where they was about to come back. And I had studied this route so much, right? And Pittsburgh runs this up and under and the number one receiver go all the way up, number two go in and break off and Doc, let me tell you something. When I read that route and I said, I'm about to change the momentum of this whole stadium right now. <laughs> and I and I want to tell you this story because it's Pittsburgh. But, I, <laughs> but I'm telling <laughs> I figured it would come into it. I knew it, like it, it hurt, but I knew it. <laughs> I mean, I've watched. Because, but listen to this. But listen to this. Because of the respect I have for Pittsburgh, because of the respect I have for the legends and the, the legendary atmosphere there. Like, it's so vibrant. Like, it's so powerful. Like, it's just something, bro, that I respected from the day I was a child to the day I played in that stadium. So for me, it was an honor. It was an honor to make those plays in the same field that Franco Harris once played. Man, now I'm, a, I'm still a kid. I may be a man, but I'm still a kid to certain people. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I never forget, man, when I caught that pick and I got up, man, and I stood up and I raised my hand. I said, man, man, I'm doing what I, I've seen this before. And I saw momentum shift from an entire stadium because I was in tune to the moment. Yeah, yeah man. You, would play, yeah. You, you even coming into Pittsburgh would raise the energy of the whole area. Like one thing I've always said, this is anybody out there who's, you know, I'm sure this happens to other teams, but I'll tell you anybody from Pittsburgh who, who listens. I know we have a lot of Pittsburgh listeners. I will say this. We know this about the Steelers over the span of my whole career watching them. They are a team that plays to the level of their opponent. And yes, sir. That frustrates the hell out of every Pittsburgh fan, but that's the truth. Because when you came into town, it was like, okay, Ray Lewis is here. We better step up our game. Um, but and that's frustrating. And I wonder, like, I wonder, is that something that's that you feel like that's on lots of teams, or could you clearly see that some teams are like that? Man, it's just some teams like that, Doc. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. I, I don't think every team can have it because. The, look, most of the teams who know know that that type of team is coming in there, Doc, it really ain't about football. It's about a fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, See, I think what happened with Baltimore is you never would have allowed your team to say we're playing to the level of our opponent. Like, you yeah. definitely would have taken charge and said, no, this no. is not happening. Yeah. Uh, 
And I don't think, I don't think, uh, you know, there were a lot of great players throughout the years in Pittsburgh, but I don't think they had somebody that, that would say, we're not allowing this to happen. It's just, they may have a year or two here and there, but for the, for the most part, hey, it's like that. Hey, I'm going to say something with you, Doc, and I want you to think about this from this perspective, about momentum, about momentum. So me and Rob Woodson, we used to always sit in the film room. And as we sit in the film room, I would look at him and I call him Paco. Right, because I always mess with him because he was a mixed freak. <laughs> so I always mess with him, right? So I call him Paco. <laughs> so that's that's my name for him. That's my name for him. Like for Shannon, like for Shannon Sharp, my name is Shay. I'm not gonna say Shannon Sharp. I ain't got that much energy in me. I'm gonna say Shay. <laughs> but so me and Rod used to sit in the in in the film room. We used to be watching film, bro, in 2000. Boom, boom, boom. And we used to get the games. And I used to say, hey, bro, listen, are you going to jump that route? Because if you jump that route in the first quarter, I jump it in the second quarter. Oh, I mean, in the fourth quarter. He was like, look, 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 look. No, you go ahead and jump it. And then I'm going to wait for it. And I'm telling you about momentum, how we used to set up people to know how the game going to change. Doc, listen to this. This is what makes, I think, when you watch Michael Jordan, when you watch uh, um, all of these dominance when you watch what kevin durant does doc they dictates they dictate the moment of controlling momentum for greatness mm -hmm. like like oh my gosh doc if, if, if you watch kevin durant in this last finals you know what you saw you saw he can change momentum anytime he got ready to yeah yeah. And only because he was prepared for the moment. Only because I'm telling you why film study. It's the moment that you know I can change momentum because I'm prepared for the moment. That that oh. that is the phrase right there, dictating the moment. And then to, to be able to be prepared to come into it. Okay, so I want to do this. We'll take a quick break, but when we come back, I want what I want to talk about is let's say that you had teammates because not everybody could hold that state like you did because you had to carry them to hold them in that moment. So not only did you have teammates that were like that, but I know that there are just so many listeners out there who are in business, who are struggling with, how do I get others, rally others to change that momentum? So stick with us. We'll be right back after this, and we're gonna, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, we're back. We're talking about momentum. And Ray, you used the phrase, I got enough. That I love, love, love the idea of stop playing because you're ready. Like, just stop playing. You're ready. And, and, and then the key is that a true person, when you're talking about momentum, is somebody who's in control of momentum. They dictate the moment. They dictate the moment. Now, you had to have you were the one who rallied people around you. You were the one who saw your teammates down whenever they, you had to help lead them to change their momentum. So what I want to know is, how do you, how did you, what's your strategy for getting people to change on your team, their mindset to get them to shift back after they've kind of lost the momentum? Oh, Doc, that's the easiest answer ever. You empower them. Mm. 
Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Doc, let me tell you something now. Oh, listen. Listen. If you want to dictate running a business, if you want to dictate running a team, being the leader of a team, if you want to dictate being in a controversial moment on the field and you got to settle everybody down, empower the people around you and watch the outcome of that. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh, Doc, that's man, I used to go in, I used to go in fourth quarters and I used to not even worry about me necessarily making a play. I used to look at Ed Reed and say, hey, I need a play, man. Don't look, I need a play right now. Like this, <laughs> this is this is getting out of hand, and these boys making some big plays. Yeah. And 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 what happens is once you go to one, I don't stop at Ed. You know what I'm saying? I keep going. Like I used to go to Bernard Pollard, man, and I used to say, BP, listen to me. I don't need a I don't need an interception. I need a big hit right now. Like that, right now. Just I it. just let me come. Let me let me go. Let's amplify this right here. Let's amplify this. Amplify this point. I don't stop at one. I'm imagining every business leader out there who's listening, every person who's a a coach. You you can pick out a player and say, "Let me go get this player." But I think you just just absolutely handed the world gold right there. It is not about going to one person. So my. Visual, my, my visualizing this in this moment is uh, whether it's a kicker uh, misses a, a, a field goal, whether a quarterback throws an interception, and we might think we have to pick that player up, but it's or, or somebody on defense misses a tackle. But it's not just about going and empowering that person, but what you just said right there, you don't stop at one person. So I'm thinking in a business, somebody's struggling in business, and uh, they have a they have a, a, an employee that makes a decision. It wasn't a good decision. They think, okay, well, I need to empower. I, I I'm getting this message. I want to empower them, but that's not just enough. What what you're talking about, and I really wholeheartedly agree with this, is I for me, like I think momentum is energy. And I think that if we're going to change the energy, we can't make it just a I'm going to fix this energy in this one spot. Like you're going, it's almost as if here's my visualization for this. You got a hundred candles in front of you, and and you don't have time to light just stay on one candle and say, this is going to change the whole momentum. You have to fire up your energy so that you can go by and light up every one of those hundred candles. Because once you do that, now the energy of your organization, the energy of your team, the energy of your, whatever it is in front of you changes. Doc, that's listen. Oh, listen, um, this is what made, this is what makes great businesses, great teams, is that when you go out there that you know one thing is on the line, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationship, whatever it is, and that is that we, as a team, we win together, we lose together, and we go through ups and downs together, okay? That's what we buying into, all right? And then once you create that as a leader, as a leader of whatever organization you're running, the, your, your greatest gift, your greatest ability is to every day, not only encourage, but empower them to be greater. Yeah. To be greater. That's that's where the science is. That's where the juice is. That's why the, the, the successful companies are successful, because they empower the people from the bottom tier all the way up. That's why when I went, that, that's why I used to empower like scout team players, 
Why would I empower scout team players? I would empower them. I would go and just pour into their lives and say, look, man, you got it. You got it. You just got to you just got to find the right position. I mean, the right place. And sometimes you're not in the right position. Right. That's what life is. Sometimes we got to shift positions. Sometimes we got to change what we are. Sometimes we got to just switch out the entire direction and say, wait a minute. This ain't where I'm supposed to be. And that's what I used to tell scout team players. I'm like, listen, maybe Baltimore ain't the place for you, but if you keep working on your skills, if you stay on that judge machine with your skills, like every like, like the knock on a bunch of receivers I used to always talk to was, oh man, he's great, but he can't catch. I'm like, do you know what what somebody what it means when somebody says you can't catch? Do you know what that means? Then all you got to do is go work on that. Work yeah. and make that better. And so doc, but Helping them helped us because now we get a better look at practice. Now the scout team players who's playing against us are playing like out of their mind. And guess what happens? It's like, I got to now. now, Wow. My opportunity came because I helped somebody else. Wow. Yeah. It's the we. It's the we. It's it's, It's it's the we. I think there are so many people nowadays, and this is unfortunate, but I think there's so much emphasis on the individual, on the I, 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 but you have always kind of held this we, we do this together. And and I, I want to share this personal story from one of the first times we met, and it's not and it's something I ever showed you, but I realized this. I and mean, we never talked about this, but I realized this. At the very beginning, I'm talking about like we had just started the first show together, and the producers or somebody was trying to tell you like uh just say i this or I that and you just kept saying from the very beginning like including me it was always we did we 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 and i was just like man this is like awesome because i feel like at first they kind of set it up they were just going to make it i this i that and so from the very onset you just looked at it as this is us we're partners as a team and um that empowered me in, in a that empowered me in that moment and, and i'm sharing that because I, I you know as somebody who goes out and empowers people like i I want to just to say the other side of that, what that feels like when you know someone includes you, when you know that you're a part of something. So for me to hear you uh, doing that with the scout team players, like that is, that is, is no surprise, A, but it, it shows that you see the larger picture. It's not I, I, I. And I think so we're, for whatever reason, and, and I think there are a lot of things that contribute to it from technology to you and I talked about this a couple times ago on a podcast about uh, celebrations. It used to be a lot in the NFL. It used to be team celebrations, but then they may get, get rid of that. So now it can only be individual or whatever. And I think for whatever reason, the world we live in today, people are missing that. And I don't want people to miss that because I think when you really understand, it's not about, it's not about I, it's about us. Uh, it changes stuff, man. Man, look, look, look. <clears throat> it was interesting because when you think about like we, right? Like the, the power, what comes from within. This is what creates real momentum. Enough people getting together, and, and I'm telling you in sports, from a sports perspective, perspective, and you can translate it to business and do whatever you need to do with it. But just think of it from a sports angle. If you're in a locker room and you're looking at each other, and you're going over these plays that has been ran against you in the first half, right? And you look at each other and you say, hold on, man, listen, check this out. Because this is what used to happen in locker rooms, right? The coordinator get up there and say, what well, this play and this, and they hit us on this. And then one of us, me, 
most of the times Ed to get up there, sometimes Rod to get up there when Rod was playing. And you used to get in front of the defense and you say, hold on, man, check this out. Check this out, really. Do you really think this team is better than us? Like, are, are these plays just happening because they just happening? Like, or if we do our job, if everybody do their job, you don't got to do nothing else. Man, I'm telling you, I had some of the most frustrating conversations in the locker room because I'm like, I don't need to point out one person because we've all made a bad play. But if we come together and we play as a freaking defense the way we can play football, I guarantee you this game ends the way we're going to end. And guess what? We can change momentum even though we're down 13 right now in Cincinnati. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's, like it's, it's always that if you can tap into empowering people, if you can tap into empowering your circle, empowering your everybody around you, because then that, that makes you even more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. They played last. They played this morning. Uh, as I was waking up, I was looking at on um, on uh, one of the sports channels. They played a game. Uh, they replayed the game where Pitt University of Pitt beat and our our buddy uh, James Connor. He they beat Clemson, and that was the only loss for Clemson last year before they went on to the national championship. But then they replayed it. There was a moment in the beginning of the game where. Uh, early in the game where Chris Blewett, the, the kicker, uh, missed the field goal, which, by the way, that's a tough name to have for a kicker. So, man, I, I, he's a great kid. I love him. But just think <laughs> about that. Chris Blewett, that's his name. He's a kicker. He's awesome, too. Great, great kid. Great young man. Um, but uh, so he, he missed the field goal early on. And uh, uh, Pat Narduzzi, Coach, Coach Narduzzi, went up to him. And he put, you know, he's really in his face, like a kindness, like just la- like laughing, even gave him a kiss on the cheek. And that changed it. And it was and it was Chris Blewett who made the kick at the end of the game uh, to beat Clemson. And, and you know, they, they asked him after the game about that moment. And he said, you know, coach, just he, he empowers all of us like he believes in all <laughs> of us. And mm. I think that's what it's about. Like it is about believing in people. And, and as you say, it's empowering people. This this is the key. I, I really want people out there to understand this. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, I want to just I think I ask about some tough times where you felt the momentum. Like let's say like uh, uh, so, so ask you about times where it was like okay we needed to change the momentum. Like we were down and then we did. Uh, that would be really cool to hear. So we'll be right back after this. Stick with us. Hey, if you want to call into the show and you want to ask us some questions, uh, we are taking your calls. So 646-762-4432, you can call in and leave us a message. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. You can also message us through our website, tacklinglifepodcast.com. Talking about momentum and um I mean, you appeared on, Ray, things that I think are, I mean, it's exciting. I think anytime you see, so for me as a professional counselor, I've noticed this my whole career, I get excited about information. And when I was a, a professor and I would teach, I would say that every day my students would be like, uh, man, doc, you always say that this is like going to be the most, this is going to be a life-changing moment. And I said, I do say that a lot, but that's because I understand that when you really listen you can have any moment become a life-changing moment. And for me today, as you're talking about everything from the self-talk of I got enough to uh, stop playing, like just push it through, um, to empowering others, to being able to look at everything as a, you're giving the key ingredients. And we're talking about things that can really 
change momentum. But there had to be times, Ray, where you felt like, oh boy, like we need to change this momentum. Like there had to be moments where you were like, like kind of stand out to you in your career where momentum really was the key feel for you. So if, if you think about this, right, like most of life is like a routine, right? It's just dull and grubby, you know, but, but think about like the routine is the momentum that keeps a man going. Mm. Mm. It's, it's, it's really understanding that through my routine becomes discipline. Mm. And discipline then inspires a man because a man then goes from just living to now existing because he has a routine that keeps his momentum always going and chasing higher and better things. Yeah. You see? That, like, that really like, like, that's why... That, that resonates. That, that's, that's yeah, yeah. and that's why sometimes in life, when you find that the real truth is, Doc, like, to have, like, to, I want you to think about this, like, to have, like, no heroes is like to have no aspiration. Mm. You know? Like, you got to, you got to live on the momentum of the past. Like, I take, I take the momentum of the past, and, and I live with that, Doc. Right, mm. and, I, and then I, 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 and guess what I do, Doc? I throw it right back to my routine. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why the momentum of how you can keep life is that you got to take everything that you've learned and you got to throw it right back at you, and you got to say, "I'm still going forward because I got a routine. Yeah. I got a foundation. I, I got a way to keep going regardless." You talk about losing momentum and gaining momentum. Momentum comes back to you actually doing what you know you do best. Yeah. That's how you get momentum back. So even in, in, in life, in a game, right? Like, just, just think about this. No matter where we go, no matter how far we go, Doc, sooner or later, it's like regassing up your car, whatever, whatever, right? You got to always refuel. You got to always check the engines. You got to always make sure things are going. But then when you think about life, we don't check all of those things the way we should check on those things in life, right? We don't check the physical body the way we check the physical body. We wait for our doctors to tell us if we're deficient in vitamin D or vitamin A, right? So we don't we don't do the self checkups. But if right. you want to keep a momentum in your life, create a routine that demands you be a better person every day. Mm. Mm. That's that's where that's where your gold is in life. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know. I, I, so I, so she, I, would, I, she would, just thinks about this. Think about this. Like she acquires momentum as she advances. What resonates with me with this is this. When you talk about this, I feel, so I have an ability to be calm whenever there's a storm going on. I have ability to be calm whenever people are fired up around me. Um, and and I, uh, when I hear this, like my routine is, meditation like i'm an avid meditator you know a couple times a day i just have for many years now and what i find is that like if i am in a position where it's chaotic um some of the stuff that's coming up recently what i'm doing at work where people around me are filled with chaos i rely on that momentum i rely on my routine and now that you're saying it putting real making me realize put a name to it i rely on that routine 
to shift the momentum. So the shift of shifting the momentum in some situations is everything becomes chaotic and people are anxious and people are, oh no, this, what if this? And they start to catastrophize and catastrophize is saying you, you try to make a catastrophe out of something that is not a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like it's like, um, so if I say, uh, I can't stand this when physically I can stand it, or I say, Oh, nothing ever goes my way whenever that's not true. Well, I can shift my self-talk, which then shifts my momentum. And and if I stay calm, what I find, I stay calm instead of getting caught up in all that catastrophizing. And I think maybe that's what happens in sports a lot, too, is we catastrophize like, oh, no, I'm going to lose now. Whereas if we come back to your statement, which is about realizing that you're in the moment then you avoid catastrophizing because you're not thinking of all of this out there. You're only thinking of in this moment right now, (laughs) which is why I kind of got the chills when you use this statement. I got enough because we do have enough always. We always have it. We just have to tap into it. Then I think we can not only avoid catastrophizing, but we can be in control of the momentum because we know, hey, I'm in control of my self-talk. I'm in control of my routine. And I can change the people around me because my energy will feeding off my energy. So um, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give us something right now. So when you're on the when you're on the field, and I give you Buffalo Bills, who's playing Buffalo and Baltimore, and we they was you know had made some plays on us, got up late in the fourth quarter, we was down. And I remember us looking at each other, and I want you to understand this. All we said to each other was, everybody do your job on this next play. That's, that's it, which is a routine that we've practiced all week on what this blitz looks like. Don't think you need to go outside if you know your job has come inside because we have an outside blitzer. And if you go outside, then you knock two in. So see, see, it works. It works only if you understand the routine. That's why people in your business, if they understand the routine, then you'll know if they're capable to help you or not. That's huge. <laughs> that's uh, that's a really really huge. <laughs> because then, because then, look, let's let, let's take it even to a relationship like i don't want to get too far out of it but i want to stick i'm sticking with the theme but i want to take this to a relationship based off what you just said if i don't if i say let's stick to the routine i don't have to take on other people's energy i don't have to take on other people's mistakes or their catastrophizing i stick to what i'm doing or or be or, or, or dot or or even be caught in the moment see listen Listen, when 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 the crowd is going crazy and 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 everything is going crazy and you're sitting home and you're watching TV and you're like, man, what's about to happen next? Listen, let me tell you something. The controlled person on that field, 90 percent of the time wins. Mm. But the moment is never a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> the moment is actually an opportunity because my routine places me to be calm so i have nothing to stress about so when i'm when when i'm dancing while before another play comes out i'm really telling people that's how relaxed i am to be to tell you i promise i'm gonna make a play in this moment yeah 
I like that. I like that. I like that. That makes sense because you see, you know, you see the Warriors do that a lot. Steph Curry, yes. they yes. kind of dance and they're laid back on that. They're present. They're present. Their present is one thing, right? I, I want you to always remember. You remember what we remember the, the most about Bruce Lee? We re, what we remember the most about Bruce Lee is how comfortable he was with his flow. <laughs> Only yeah. because of his foundation, right? Yeah. His routine, his routine was so prepared. He was so prepared that he was saying, I can float on you now. I can, <laughs> I can, make, I can make these look a little different. <laughs> and, and that's what we, and you don't know if Bruce going to kick you, slap you. <laughs> you don't know what Bruce going to do. But it was his routine. Yeah. It was his routine. And that's what, what, what builds great teams. What builds great teams is what makes New England's, New England Patriots so freaking rich as an as an as a winner is they have a routine a recipe for winning yeah it's simple it's simple that's why they can plug people in and out because i can i, I can promise you the routine of the way we practice that's one thing but the way we go into a game we got routines for everything we, yeah and, man, and i'm telling you bro that it, it, when you watch it you watch it and people say, how did that happen? And I'm sitting as the person who's done it for so many years saying, do y'all know, do people don't really realize how easy that is to, yeah. <laughs> to move down feel like that? Do you know how patient and calm and prepared Tom Brady is for this moment? Like, <laughs> like the only person, the only people screaming and going crazy is the fans. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like he, he's in his head saying, Oh man, look at this dude cheating inside. I'm finna make Edelman go sit down right here on the curl right, right there, big third down. You know what? Next time, yeah. line, this linebacker drop too far back. So I'm gonna let him go all the way back and I'm gonna just throw it to this running back and see that. Man, <laughs> bro, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, but it's all about they know the machine, they know the operation, they have a routine. And I'm telling you, get it back to people. Like, if, if you wanna keep momentum in your life, if you wanna change momentum in your life, momentum. Most of the times, I guarantee you, it's connected to routine because routine dictates that you won't cheat on yourself. Well, Wolverine, the guy who plays Hugh Jackman, the guy who plays Wolverine, I just heard him say, talking about working out, and uh, you know, he, he's a built dude. And he talked about, I think so many people, he, he said, I, I encounter so many people who, who worry like they need it all right now. And you need to be able to realize it's going to take some time. He said, I, I always knew that it was going to take me time to get to that. To that, And this is something that you've talked about with working out for a long time, too. It comes to patience. It comes to realizing that you this, this is it. You make a routine. You stick with that routine. You control what you can control. You don't think about what you can't control because that's a wasted mental energy. We keep all our focus right here on the present moment. And that's when you realize truly that you have enough. That's, that's it. it man. That's it, dog. That's it, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, man. If 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 people take nothing else from today, <clears throat> you know, I think, you know, we're all at a place where we always looking to do better, and we're always looking for a different way to, you know, change things in your life. You know, whether it's finances, whether it's relationship, whether it's fitness, whatever it is, you know. But the bottom line is, man. Like, I was telling these kids the other day. Um, on, on top of the uh, hill of Sagamore, I brought out like 100, 120 kids from the inner city, and I just wanted them to see these sunsets, right? 
and I brought these kids out there, Doc, and, and while they're out there, I'm trying to give them and empower them that, and this is for anybody, like you can change the moment immediately. Like you can, you can dictate momentum in your life by simply being prepared through building your routine. And if it's a routine of wrongdoings, then you know what you need to erase. It's simple. Yeah. If it's about being around the wrong people, then you know what? Your routine ain't going to take you nowhere if you're around the wrong people because the wrong people are going to keep you in their routine, which is probably keeping y'all broke, confused, or, and feeling abused most of the time. But, you know, <laughs> but, 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 but realistically, like, we, have to, we have to switch the gears, <clears throat> right? It's like, it's like now it's time to transition into what peace is when you are okay with your routine. That's what creates calmness in the midst of storms. So in big games, what creates me to be calm and not even think about being pressured, I'm like, man, do you know how prepared I am for this? Do you know how hard I've worked my butt for this? Do you know how what I know I've studied? I am so ready. That's why I was telling this kid, this kid here in New York that was taking the bar. I was like, you knew you was ready. You knew you was prepared for the moment because you had a foundation of studying. He was like, I haven't, I haven't had a, a close to a drink in almost four months. I was like, so guess what you did? You put a routine together and said, I can't do this. I got to put that away. And I come back to it after I complete my bar. And guess what you just told me? You completed your bar. There's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no real science to it outside of truly saying, put your routine together and make it happen. When you're saying this, it makes me think of tying our shoes. Nobody, an adult, isn't going to stop and go like, wait a minute, what? There's, a, there's a lot of chaos right now, and I have to tie my shoe. Um, let me think. Do I put one loop over the other loop? Like, what do I do here? You've just done it so many times that yeah. you can do it without thinking about it because you're just there. So, so this, when you get your routine down enough, you don't have mm -hmm. to think about it. You just rely on the routine that you've done so much. Man, That's this is... Dude, this is this is big, and I think I, I love it. I, I'm gonna say the same thing I said when I used to teach. Like it is life changing because to really truly understand this, you can change not only the momentum in your own life, but you can change the momentum in the people's lives around you. But you've got to maintain that routine. You've got to do the things that you talked about today. But more than anything, recognize the momentum is all about the present moment. That's just phenomenal stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I always give people a challenge. The challenge is simple this week. <laughs> I'm serious. If you know you're slacking and you know you need to change some things, some momentum in your life, you're trying to chase something, you're trying to direct, whatever you're trying to do, you, you're going to repeat two words to yourself. Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing. It's, it's, it's time to go. It's serious time. Like, Doc, I'm so serious right now on, on on, oh, it's just a bunch of things. I don't even want to introduce it because I'm I'm serious about it for myself. Like I'm oh man, like I'm inspired to just, just like I got something popping, Doc. It's like I'm just like it's a it's it's so beautiful <clears throat> to know that if you complete your routine every day, then the only thing that follows work is results. That's factual. Mm. That's factual. Mm. And that's what we should be. So the bottom line, the next 30, the next 45, next 60 days or the rest of this year, just, just simply tell yourself, stop playing. And let's, mm -hmm. and let's really change things around us. If they're not better, and if they're better, then make them greater. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. I love it. That's a good way to end it. Um, I appreciate you, man. This was fantastic stuff today. Absolutely. Love you, bro. 
Love you too. Yep. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life Podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. There's also links to the Tackling Life Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Look, at the bottom line at the end of the day, what Ray said is key. This is your challenge for the week. Stop playing. Just do, do what you know you can do. Until next time, for the legend... Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.